think I think that's working. But is it recording? I see. <laughs> I see Did the, the two lines catch up? I see the bars. They're not caught up to each okay. other. We can wait for the lines to catch up. They're almost there. They're getting there. Okay, they're caught up. <laughs> All right, now we're good. But now, now we can say, yeah. welcome. 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 I'm also doing this backup recording. So Tom left me to hit the record button Whoa. on my own. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a big announcement. Quarantine's been tough. No, no. He he went so downstairs. So he has been, he's not like a huge um, video game guy typically, but he, in this quarantine, he's been, like, he, he plays here and there. We have, like, he has an Xbox. We have, like, a GameCube because we play Mario Kart and, like, weird old games. But yes. um, he's been playing with his brother and his cousin, which is cool because they his brother lives in Puerto Rico and his cousin is in North Carolina. So it's cool because they get to, like, talk and do stuff together. And they're all, like, working less nowadays. So... He's been playing a little more and they just discovered this like pirate game. I don't even know. It's like something sees. I don't know. They're pirates. So Tom was like, he was learning how to play because his brother and his cousin like tested it out yesterday or something. So he had to like catch up and play like the tutorial thing. So that was really important. So he had to go finish his little maiden voyage (laughs) instead of (laughs) on the seven seas. Yeah, it's more important than this recording of this prominent podcast. Which is what? What is this podcast? Uh, is it video game tales? <laughs> Apparently, or is it financial tales? <laughs> uh, this podcast is gig tales. It is where we tell you stories from the stage, as I so aptly said yes. last time. Yeah stories from the stage you guys missed out on our 20 minutes of uh random financial chat that we just had about investments and real estate we're like oh we should have recorded that because we're not you know experts but i i am the Susie orman of new england (laughs) look i've had a bank account since i was like a kid so me too i mean i i know a lot about that yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, like you always want more money coming in than you have going out. Yeah. It's the opposite of calories. <laughs> it's true. It's the opposite mentality there. Um, yeah. You guys, this is, this is still gig tales. We've, 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 you know, we've wait, we've waned a bit from our course over the course of quarantine and, and over the course of this entire podcast. I mean, really. We we yeah. I mean, we've stayed pretty true to our roots, and I think it's fine. We experiment with things. Some things work, like questions crockpot. Terry, that was a great idea. That was yours. Big that, hit. that was great. Big I'm so glad. A less great idea of yours <laughs> was for us to watch Listen to Your Heart. And oh, I, I regret that so much. I'm going to I'm gonna talk about it on my deathbed it's, when we're like, it'll be fine. It's a, it's six weeks. It'll be six podcast episodes that we can talk about this because there aren't yeah. really gigs happening. We'll be fine, right? And then by yeah. the like week five, we're like, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I can't do it. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I and I took full blame for that and I apologize. It's... I will continue to apologize. I mean... I had to apologize to you. I had to apologize <laughs> to my partner who had to sit through it. Your dogs? Yeah. My dogs were like, please no. <laughs> I mean, it, 
yeah, I, I did a real bad there, you guys. I made quarantine worse. It's, so we forgive you. We do. You brought uh, Moody into my life. And I am convinced that, by the way, I, I, uh, out of complete conjecture, I was asserting that perhaps they left the show on purpose right before the end so that they could like reap yeah. the benefits of the, the, um, outreach of the platform, whatever. And without I think, being restricted by the contract. Yeah. yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's totally what happened because both I of them agree. released new music, like the night of the finale on their own. And it's like they can they can do that, you know, because they're not mm-hmm. tied to anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's over. But it sounds it seems like so gigs are starting to pick pick up. I think oh. I have a couple friends who played their first gigs back this past week. What? Right? What? Oh, in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So New Hampshire started opening up um, some of their outdoor venues. Yeah, outdoor, you know, restaurants and stuff. Yeah, Uh, that's going to be just great fodder for stories for us in the future because outdoor (laughs) never worked. Are fun, right? So, so yeah, I know. So more material. Yeah, so I'm Amanda McCarthy. She was a a podcast guest of ours. She played her first uh, gig back, which was cool outside, like on a sidewalk, and yeah. So very, very distanced from the the crowd, which is actually a blessing, if you ask me. Mm. Like people Where can't come up. She was on a sidewalk. What was the venue? Was it? It like was like a, a restaurant. A rest- yeah, okay. a restaurant that had like outdoor seating on their sidewalk. Yeah, so she was like on a. It looked like a street corner from like the pictures that I saw. Yeah, and just yeah. So some of those they had her play riding by on a garbage truck. Yes, on a uh, Santa parade float. <laughs> That was left over. <gasps> oh my God. Why don't they do that? Why don't they make Santa parade floats and like put bands on them and drive them up and like park them in front of restaurants? They should. Outdoor. They should. Um, I mean, all those parades that are being canceled, right? Like there's something to do with those flatbeds that, yeah. Hey, hey Marty Walsh, call <laughs> me. I'm going to fucking help you out, buddy. I, there are other, another friend of mine, um, played a gig at, at, in New Hampshire as well this weekend on a um the the bed of a pickup truck in a parking lot of a, of a bar restaurant so it's like an old uh it's like a vintage like a classic like pickup truck that just like sits in their parking lot and i believe i don't know if it's like painted with like the logo or whatever but um it's i mean it's like a small truck bed and there were three of them they played like as a trio yeah but the thing i think that this is the same one i think matt jackson has played on this truck and i don't think he talked about it in his episode but i remember him telling me that it was very um unstable like (gasps) (laughs) like it was very like wobbly and why it's a truck i know but i think it's like um probably it's super old so it might be like I don't know if the truck bed is like even the real truck bed. It might just be like wood stuck over. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. For That's more a details. wagon, baby. That's like a, a fucking turnip truck from the <laughs> 1800s, you know? I know. I, yeah. I don't know. I think he said it was very wobbly and very unsecure and that the power situation I think was very unstable as well which it usually is like yeah. but I'll have to ask um I'll have to get they more just details. were plugged into the cigarette lighter thing <laughs> they're like no, no no it's fine it's fine 
<laughs> like a little a little adapter. Yeah. yeah. So, so 1972, the cigarette lighter was the most reliable part of it. Yeah. Yes, probably. There there's there's always something these like little makeshift stages and stuff though when they're wobbly, it sucks because you like, you know, you tend to like move with the music as you're playing yeah. a little bit and then uh, you like your mic stand starts to like bounce and then it's just a game of like trying not to chip one of your front teeth on your <gasps> microphone because like everything's like wobbling a bit. So that's always a fun I- a fun game. I am pro that truck bed idea, though, for Mm. performing. I think it just needs to be more of like a Santa parade float, you know, like the big truck beds. Yeah. For more security. I've played played in a truck that was really cool once. It was like a a Harley um, um, store, like a... One of the big, like, Harley dealerships. There we go. A dealership, yeah. (laughs) What's the word? store where they sell cars? The car store? The car store. Um, They have, like, a big ride. Like, it's, you know, some a fundraiser ride or whatever. And we played it. You know, we played a lot of events for this uh, motorcycle group, the um, Harley owners group. And, yeah, so we played, like, it was a huge, like, truck, a big, big truck that had, like, the sides like opened up on it. Like it's made to be like a stage. It has like a generator. It was really, really actually quite cool. That's Um, brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that this one at this little seacoast bar in New Hampshire is quite the same, but I'll, I'll try to get some more D's. But people are starting to make do. They're starting to come up with alternate options and getting ready and having it available so Mm -hmm. they can make some more money and hopefully, get back to some kind of normal mm-hmm. eventually yeah yeah there have been some like front yard uh concerts i've seen some friends putting on like for their <coughs> for their neighborhoods or whatever or they're like advertising it and saying like you can come and sit you know six feet apart and with masks and enjoy the music and people do like they'll go sit on the you know the sidewalk or in the driveway right. or whatever so Weather is starting to get nicer up here in New England, and they're starting to loosen, yeah, some of the restrictions. So I think we're going to see, we'll be here. Don't worry. Gigtails will be here to chronicle the the, the coming into the new normal of We know of you gigs. need more information about the coronavirus, and that's why we're <laughs> staying hot on the scene. We know you haven't heard anything about it. You know, we know you're getting mixed messages and there's just not enough information out there. Yeah. That's what this so is. This is precisely why we watched the freaking bachelor spinoff for all of you people so that we wouldn't sit here and talk about Corona. So mm-hmm. you're welcome. You're welcome. I did watch a movie the other day. Um, you know what? I'll save that for the end though, okay. because what we really want to talk to you about is, these poor kids who are graduating this year mm-hmm. and they had to miss out on what the last uh, three, four, uh, three months of their high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they missed their graduations. They missed their high school musicals, their high school plays, their cheer concerts, cheer <laughs> concerts, their band concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for those kids. I know. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to collect some stories and share with you. And I started thinking about some stories from when I was in high school and what you are missing out on class of 2020. Um, It's not good. Don't worry. (laughs) This is to really realistically make you feel better. These are the things you're not missing. Okay. 
So I was remembering um, this one time when I was in high school, we were in band rehearsal. And this was actually a girl who wasn't even in my graduating class, but like our band was, um, it was all grades in high school, Mm -hmm. the four classes. Yeah. Does that exist anymore? Aren't like high schools mixed with junior highs and stuff now? Oh, not around, not, not around these parts, not where I am. It's still, I know, like, I know if you go to Catholic school in and around the city, it's all, it's like six to 12 is in one building. Some of them. Yeah. I think some of them are, but not where I'm at. I went to private high school and it was just high school and around me in my, at least my, the hometown where I grew up there, it was all K through eight schools. So okay. you, we had the same school for elementary and middle. Usually, like, the buildings had two different wings, you know, an elementary wing and a middle school wing. And then in some places, so for me, middle school was five through eight. In some places, middle school is six through eight. What? Yeah. When I was in school, middle school was five and six. No, that was still elementary. And junior high was seven and eight. Oh, yeah. I didn't have so we, junior I high. I don't think. I don't think junior high exists anymore. I think that's an old thing. And well, you're not I remember that the, much older than me. But no, yeah. but I think it happened right around the time I was in it. Hmm. Because hmm. we actually had, like you said, there was a building. It was connected. The elementary school was connected to the junior high. Okay. And then I think that became a middle school, five, six, seven, eight. Hmm. Anyway, when we went to, when we finally went to high school, it was just, 9, 10, 11, 12, the yeah. four high school years. But yeah. I know that some people have like big mixed ones now. Anyway, so um, I believe this happened. This was my senior year and we were in high school rehearsal, a high school rehearsal. We were practicing to be in high school. <laughs> like for high school. They were like, put up, pretend to put on your backpack and pretend to walk down this hallway. <laughs> oh no, a bully. Dodge it. Dodge it. <laughs> Quick, someone's offering you a cigarette. What do you do? Just say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. So we were doing that. So we were in band rehearsal and there was this girl who she was about, I think she was two years younger than me. She might've, she might've even been a freshman. I'm going to omit her name, even though I can't remember her full name. I'm going to call her Jen. And she was very good. So like the way it worked in my high school was the better you were, the closer to the end you were. So you know how like the chairs are all set up in a horseshoe Mm -hmm. design. Yeah. So if you were at like the bottom end of the horseshoe, closer to the end of the stage, you were like, a better yeah well that's how it's that's how it is right first chair second chair yeah yeah like literally yeah I don't know if I knowing the thing the way things are now sometimes they do things differently in high school like they just arrange it by some kind of like factor other than goodness (laughs) but back where I come from so she was sitting she was like really good in that she was younger and she was on the end of the stage, like for a younger student to be in that position was unusual. Mm -hmm. And so we were all rehearsing and I don't even think I was on stage when this happened. I think you were that bad. They didn't even let you sit. (laughs) They were like, Oh my God, you're so good. You see that farthest chair at the end of the auditorium. Go sit in in the audience. Actually. Just go sit in the audience. Yeah. And don't, don't bring your instrument. Just, yeah, just go sit there. I feel like, I don't know if this is an out-of-body experience, but I was definitely, oh, I wasn't, I don't know. I'll I'll conjecture on it later, but I was in the audience when this happened. Hmm. And all of a sudden, 
looking on the stage, this girl, she was on the edge and her chair just tipped over and she just flipped and her whole chair, her whole body while she was playing her flute. (laughs) off the stage and those things aren't short like what those are like five six feet tall yeah yeah. it was like a standard auditorium because i know they make auditoriums in high schools different now too well probably yes i mean there's it's so unequal like i remember i don't know there were always like the high schools you were jealous of that had like beautiful theaters and then the high schools that like had the cafe gymnatorium or whatever it was like the gym the calf and the auditorium uh-huh. all in one so yeah so the high school i went to um it's no longer the high school it's now the g- elementary school i think and they built a brand new high school and when i went to see my cousin who was in the musical he's much younger than i am i was so fucking jealous of that high school it mm-hmm. is gorgeous <laughs> yeah. abs- and i'm because I fucking I paid for that high school and I didn't even get to go to it. Mm-hmm. But so this happened at the old one, but it's a standard like where it has a pit down below and the okay. The stage, like, so that's a above. far fall. She fell, and oh, I will just God. say like it happened, and there was like a <gasps> yeah. there was like a gasp silence, and she was like she was hurt. I mean, <sighs> I'm not, and that's why I'm not saying her name. Yeah, because that's like awful. It was embarrassing. It was awful. So, like, two things looking back at it retros- retrospectively. Once we knew she was okay, we were all, like, we all made fun of it a lot. We are like, dude, Jen just fucking, did you see that? She was just playing her flute and just drove her own chair off the fucking stage. And I think that was part of it, too. She was, like, moving <laughs> like yeah because that's the thing like why are you but she was just like so into it that she like rocked herself off rocked herself right off the stage and she was like she was crying like she was really hurt and being like oh shit that's not good so they stopped playing right like they did yeah everyone stopped it was serious yeah um and then we all fucking zoot on her for like the next (laughs) year or so or whatever yeah but like looking back i feel much worse about it now Mm -hmm. realizing like how serious that is yeah um but also she's okay and yeah. i feel like it's all right to still like kind of joke about <laughs> it a little i hope she's okay joking yeah. about it all right like falling is just hilarious like in any i mean this is why like the, there are shows like ridiculousness and jackass and stuff where like people just fall and few other people watch it on tv like i don't know I, like I, i'm not i don't know I just think it's funny. And when I fall, I think it's hilarious. It's so hilarious. But I also think there are types of falls where you're like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. I know. I I, want to laugh at this because it's falling. Yeah. But I also know that it's a type of falling that I probably shouldn't be laughing at. I mean, I think it's generally like it once you know the person is okay. Like falling is hilarious. But obviously, if somebody gets seriously injured, it's like not, you know, Mm. funny. But... I think it took some know. time, but we were able to rag on her a yeah. little. Once she, once she was like, <laughs> you realize she had her all her limbs intact, right? And all of her teeth. That's some serious <sighs> that business. Is, that is. I I once <laughs> I I haven't. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I have. <laughs> God, knock on wood. I haven't fallen on stage whilst performing music that I can remember, and I feel like that's something I would remember. Um, but I, I, my closest thing to it was I was, I was um, facilitating a workshop in front of like a full, this was like a couple years ago, in front of a full auditorium of 
professionals who all paid to be there. And uh, there were different presenters like throughout the day and whatever. So it was like time for my session. So I had, I was, I walked, I was sitting in the back row. So I walked down the aisle and I had my laptop like open with my, my presentation up. Cause I was about to like go up front and plug in my computer and everything. So I had like all my stuff. I had like a stack of handouts. I had like my laptop, probably my phone, like probably a water bottle. Like, so I had my Lots arms, water. yeah, my arms yeah. full and I was wearing like these boots with like you like had a, a partially undone Jenga tower. <laughs> yeah, of course. A couple Chinese finger traps. Like I was just ready. So yeah. like the 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 kind of host like introduce is introducing me and I'm like walking down and the stairs are like those weird like auditorium stairs where there's like a wide one ask Sean cuz it's the one at our office but there's like oh. the wide stair like deep I guess and then there're like two quick stairs and then another wide stair and then two quick because it's like a gradual slope right yeah. so I'm walking down and I mean I work here like I walked I've walked down these stairs a million times I have my arms full and I just I think my on the edge of the stairs are like metal little metal like things that yes. go over the corner right to like yeah. protect the corner of the carpet I don't know whatever yeah. But I think my heel just like caught one of I don't I honestly don't even know what happened. But I went down like really fast on my knees and still was holding everything like I didn't drop anything. And I just like popped up immediately because I'm like, oh, my God, these people. And I felt uh, this. I probably need to go to like therapy cast because my immediate thing was to feel bad for the people who saw me fall. And I felt I felt bad for them not knowing how to react. Like I was like, oh my God, they probably want to laugh, but they don't want to laugh until they know I'm okay. So like I have to make it okay before they like feel bad for like if they, but of course it was the whole like, <gasps> whatever. Everybody gasped and like, oh my God, are you okay? And people like, and I just popped up and they're like, oh my God, you just like popped up. Like, how did you not drop anything? Like, And I was like, it's fine. I'm fine. You guys can laugh at me. Like falling is funny. Ha ha. And I didn't even really like, I just was like, oh, I'm fine. Like, whatever. And I was trying to like make, make light of it. And then the host was like, do you need like a minute? Or I was like, no, no, like I'm fine. I'm really fine. You guys, it's funny. You can laugh at me trying to just like make everyone feel okay with it. And I really was fine. Like I was fine. So I start, I get my computer hooked up and I start presenting and there's like a podium up front and I was wearing a skirt, which is another thing. Like, I don't think my ass was out when I fell, but I mean, I can't really be sure. I asked some people after and they were like, I don't know what happened so fast. You just popped up. Like, I think you're fine. But who knows? People maybe were just being nice and like my whole ass could have been out. Anyway, so I'm like, I start my presentation and I feel something dripping down my leg. No, 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 no. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like talking and I slowly like go back to behind the podium and I like, look down casually and there's blood dripping down my leg like running down my leg I had like skinned my knees so badly and my right one was just like like streams of blood going down my leg I was like oh "Oh my god so I'm again now I'm like I've already like started the the presentation so I like I'm thinking like okay and I'm like still talking right and I'm like okay where is my first like activity where I can like send them to do an activity and then like run and get like whatever bandages and stuff 
So I just like moved something. I was like, let's have you guys talk. Like, you know what? This is a question. Let's just talk in groups. Why don't you, you know, talk to the person next to you about this and then we'll come back to the big group and we'll debrief. Like it made it feel like it was part of the thing and like ran back to my office and got like, like you know alcohol and cleaned it and like put bandages on and whatever but it was like blood all down my like on my sock uh, it was like Kurt Schilling like I had like bloody sock happening and and it is you're 100% oh right God. because that isn't about you it's not like you were gonna like die from that blood yeah. you could deal with it but you knew in your head like I don't want them to see this right this is be worse for them than it's gonna be for me yeah and, and I mean I on it I honestly like I was not I don't know I didn't feel embarrassed about it like I mean it sucks I wish it didn't happen but it was like I really was more feeling for like them I didn't want them to have to like I don't know feel awkward or Mm. I think it's just my some it's the part of me that just wants everyone to just like get along everything's cool like everything is gonna be okay like just Mm -hmm. kind of going into like that mode when like crises happen, you know, Mm -hmm. like the control kind of, you know, I am more of one who's like embrace the chaos. You guys, (laughs) like I, I do think it's okay, but I also think it's okay to like whatever reaction you have. Like, I don't think everything needs to be okay. I think you can be like, you know what? You guys will freak out. It's cool. Yeah. We can all scream with our bloody knees everywhere. (laughs) And this is why you shouldn't have your knees out when you perform. Oh, this the is knees. why I should have oh, I should have been wearing pantyhose or something. <laughs> well, that's what you get for being for pants. a hooer. I know, I know, and not wearing your company issued <laughs> burka. Oh my god! Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one, and I like it. Doesn't? Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell a high school one, or do you want me to tell another one? I so. Oh my god! I, high school. I think I don't, I I didn't have, I'm sure if I really thought hard enough, I could probably uncover some things. Or if I started talking to some of the people that um, I, I performed with. So my, I went to pr- a private high school at the time. Yeah, we all heard Ashley. We, we know. <laughs> well, no, because the one of the bad things about it is that there wasn't, there wasn't a huge um, arts. It, it was important and it existed, but we didn't have a band. We didn't have a school band. So we, a lot of the public schools in the area would allow like um, kids from that school to do like, um, like marching band and stuff because it would be like after school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was in band like fourth through eighth grade and, and cheer and theater and everything. But in high school, we didn't have a band and I didn't do um, anything with any of the other schools, but we had a chior that was, you know, very basic and we had theater. So I was like, you know, fully involved in both like a, one of the officers in the, you know, the theater guild and whatever. And it was very much like we had football players in the plays and it was, it was like, you know, kind of like a, <laughs> kind of like a TV show in that sense. Like a t- yeah. Like a high school musical. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. Really. It wasn't like there weren't, clicks weren't bad like we probably thought there were clicks back then but now having gone back and taught in various schools i can say there are no there were not everyone was really like it wasn't yeah it was fine i also why do we put so much um emphasis or like negative uh attention on clicks and the concept of clicks because i don't think they're a bad thing yeah i mean 
I think, I think can it's, be good. yeah, I think it's like kind of that, like there's a, there's a line, right? Like there's a difference between having like a group with common interests and then having like a cult. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like an in-group no. out, an in-group out group thing, right? Like can I think. Get, can you get more specific? Because I've been writing <laughs> checks to a man who claims that I can get to the next level if I just give him $3,600. <laughs> and then our overlords yeah will take my body when i die and put me on a yeah uh, yeah a meteor did that he used to be in fleetwood mac right that guy yeah oh, yeah yeah <laughs> well it's his associate but, oh, <laughs> yeah, know, right? same thing mm. but yeah i don't know i think it's when you start to like exclude people right. outside i think it's like yeah yeah when it starts okay. becoming i don't know but yeah yeah so i remember our just one kind of uh, thing I can recall the piano player for our Chior um, was like 187 years old. <laughs> I think she had been playing uh, piano for that Chior for like 187 years. Yeah. Like a long, long time. Bless her heart. She was the sweetest, sweetest, oldest woman. I don't know. I mean, God bless her, her dex, finger dexterity. Like she was still, I mean, but the thing is like, she would often get lost, uh, in the music or I don't know if it was like a page turning issue or if it was a maybe, eyesight issue or you know, maybe she was just losing herself to the music the moment, you know, she, she wanted to rocked, never let it go. Rocked herself off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> she only had one shot. She, <sighs> she, that, yeah, she was she was lovely, but often she would just get lost. And then what she would do, which is what, you know, you and I learned in our piano classes in college from our very scary instructor, you no matter what, you don't stop playing like staying with the staying in time is more important than like hitting the right notes. Right. Like yeah, when, when you're yeah. accompanying specifically just like karaoke, right. You can hear someone who sings off key in karaoke and you're like, eh. but if you're at karaoke and someone is like three measures ahead, you're like, dear fucking God. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mariah. I can't right? listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true too. And especially when you're accompanying singers in anything, <laughs> It's more important to you have to stay with the time, right? Yeah. So she would just um, she would just stop playing altogether, and then like find us and then jump back in. Okay. So I don't know if that's better or worse. I really don't. I don't know. I haven't. I don't have a conclusive thought on that. But that's what would you, happen. We're gonna need you to tell us, and then we're gonna <laughs> tell you on that one because. Yeah, I agree. Like how I agree with the concept of you shouldn't stop playing. You should keep time. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, if you're, you know, if you're in a performance or whatever, if you're a soloist Mm -hmm. and you guys need to find each other again, it's right. You should keep going. But then it's like, to what degree do you do what she did where you're like, just stop. (laughs) And I think it would get like, there'd be like a little like, and then there'd be like more bleep bleeps, and then it would just be like oh, oh here she goes here she goes she just it's like she had to hit the reset button and she would oh. just take her hands off the piano and then go back to it and how yeah. often did that happen was it like every I song mean, often enough like yeah it was like often enough and i want to say i think her daughter 
oh god i'm gonna have to reach out to some some people that would know um i think it was her daughter would would come would bring her and because like she was not driving or whatever and i think she would turn pages for her so i don't know if it was like i don't know what the situation was like at the piano when this would happen but our our choir or chior sorry director was lovely and you know would encourage her and she'd keep us going and you know it was it was it is what it is but it was just like oh man she was there beyond her years yeah Yeah. um speaking of accompaniment yes a good friend of mine sent me this awesome story um from when he was a high school teacher Mm -hmm. and yeah it was with choir because he did choir as well um so he said my first concert as a real teacher he put that in quotes (laughs) okay like he was a fake teacher before (laughs) yeah Maybe a student teacher, maybe in student teaching or something. I I mean, are you teaching? Does it matter? I know. I did concerts as a student teacher. Yeah. He said his accompanist froze up and had a full on nervous breakdown on the (gasps) stage. Oh, couldn't speak or anything. Couldn't move. He said it's super wild. So I had to calmly ask her to get up so I could sit down and play the piano parts so the concert could go on. Oh no! Imagine. Okay, so was this person like new? Like, was this their first like accompanying gig? But good news, we're going to be hearing from this person soon. Okay, so we're going to be able to ask a lot of questions because I do follow up. Want to know? Yeah, I mean that's God, that's horrifying. And that was with a high school. It's with a high school. He was a high school teacher. Yes, and. Also, he's an amazing piano player, so okay. probably best that was he was better. the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, when do you make that call? Mm-hmm. Go like, all right, I'm going to have to do this now. Yeah. Like. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. And what if you can't? Like, you know, not all. Usually most choir directors have, like, some basic piano skills um, unless yeah. you have, like, a piano player like an accompanist for your choir which like usually at the high school level you there's not a separate person for like rehearsals and stuff usually not we had one when even when i was in high school and i went to a cheap ass public high school you know the the one that was on the cover of the newspaper a couple (laughs) times because it was like the school is so crowded it's probably illegal and we need a new high school it wasn't like People would take pictures of themselves next to the capacity sign because we were at double capacity. Oh, my God. Uh, But the town I grew up in, I kind of didn't think about this until recently. Um, When my parents moved there from another town in the area, their friends said to them, are you fucking crazy? That's a cow town. Like, there's (laughs) nothing there. What are you doing? So when I grew up, it was very rural. There were still like a lot of farms. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't realize this until recently. I'm like, oh, yeah. Then in the 90s, they like those families started, the older people started dying and they started like selling off farmland Mm -hmm. for development. But when I was a kid, it was like all farms. There weren't a lot of people there. And then in the early 2000s, there was a big, big boom. And the high school was so overcrowded so quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it was just people were just crammed on the stage, just falling off left and right. I mean, <laughs> That's was, why. That's why it was, you were over capacity on the stage. That's why you yeah. were out in the audience. And yeah, we were just kids were just like hanging out of the windows, hanging from the roof. We were driving past in Santa parade truck beds, oh, getting God. information on the road. Like it was. Not, <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, it was just super. Um, it was super small, then it got super big. But despite that, despite having this very large but underfunded school, we had a pretty decent arts program, I'd say. Probably not the best. I think, you know, a lot of people would argue it wasn't. Um, but we had cheer, we had band, we had marching band, we had jazz band, we had um, music enrichment, like we had all kinds of classes. Yeah. But we did have an accompanist who had come in for like the last few rehearsals before our concert sure okay yeah yes that that was the same with our 197 year old accompanist yeah for the last few to get ready yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and I think that's still as much as it as it's like a small thing that's still an expense and it's still good that a school district would cover that yeah yeah you need that because then you know you have people freezing up on stage or like I wonder yeah we'll have to get more more details like were there rehearsals and yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. had they ever played in front of people before like what was the deal here I know when I taught middle school I made my band come and be the accompanying band and we had like a full band for my my chior it was pretty badass I must say yeah oh my god and you sang cashmere (laughs) we did some cool shit we did like um <laughs> we did the climb was like the eighth grade uh the Miley Cyrus like the climb was like their their eighth grade kind of graduating song I like had them I had them vote on like their what their song would be and whatever um yeah but we did like some like we did like some Adele stuff that we like arranged yeah like I was arranging like more yeah. pop and rock stuff that was like we cool. never did things like fun. that in my high school never ever yeah. it was all very like yeah madrigals and shit yeah yeah we yeah our stuff was kind of boring but wait so you were in a chior in high school mm-hmm. that's what the 187 year old lady yes yes so how did you audition for umass did someone help you prepare Oh, I had, I took lessons. I took private voice lessons. So my voice teacher. Yep. Yep. Um, at that time Mm -hmm. prepped me. I have a really good story about that. Oh God. You know, I like completely forgot about that whole, that whole time period. I'm sure there are things I can uncover there, but yeah. I wonder if kids are going to be able to audition now to get into music schools. Is it going to be on like zoom or whatever? Like, yeah. Or like send in a video. Yeah. Probably because I know one of our friends did send in a video. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you who when we get offline. Okay. Well, were they like, think she... uh, do they live far away or something? No, or was not it at a... all. She probably doesn't even care, but I just don't want to like, yeah. I don't know. You know, know who I am. Um, no, I think we can ask her about it. We yeah. happen to be on a text chain together. Okay, good. Um, Got it. <laughs> but she, I remember her telling me like freshman year that she had tried to audition but there was there was like a conflict on the audition date I think this was like fucking 17 years ago people so maybe we'll check in with her (laughs) I think she said she had a conflict on the audition date and like they couldn't work another one out so they let her send in a tape oh 
and I think they said we don't typically do that, but we'll it do it for like you. It was like a VHS tape probably back then. It was probably yeah. an actual tape, <laughs> you actual guys. Tape. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about that whole process of like yeah. having to audition and juries every semester. And So I Ooh. had no, absolutely no help getting mm-hmm. ready for my mm-hmm. audition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did ask, uh, I won't get into it here, but I fucking hated my high school music teacher. He sucked ass. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to audition. And I asked him for like some guidance. I didn't expect him to like, help, I don't know, coach me or like train me for the audition or anything like that. But I did ask him for guidance and he said, well, you should like see what their requirements are, prepare a song. They might ask for like, and I can't remember now if it was like two or three songs. I I can't recall. Yeah. And, um, have an accompaniment and, um, you'll like, you'll schedule it with them. And I was like, okay. And like, that was it. I didn't like prepare anything else or I didn't get any other guidance or help or whatever. And, um, (laughs) So, but what I did do was I went to a friend who had um, Sibelius, which mm-hmm. at the time was like a big deal. Yeah. And so I said, hey, I need to prepare for my audition. Can you help me? I need to pick out a couple pieces. And it was like one from the Italian songbook. And then right. it was like one, I forget what the Some other one had to be. art song or something else. Yeah. Some fucking art song. Who yeah. gives a shit? I think I did something I, from the Messiah. Oh, yes. Anyway. Um. So I got a couple songs together and I was like, let's go over to your house and like, we'll put it together. So he, I sat down with him in his basement and he was like on his computer and he like got the music and he entered it like all in he did it really quickly. And we played, he played the accompaniment for me and I was like, great, let's record it. So he put it on it. So we put in a tape and like, we, we had been kind of like fucking around with the settings beforehand and laughing, like giggling yeah. and stuff. I don't know, whatever. So he put it on and he put, I forget how he recorded it. I think he had to put in, oh my God, I truly don't. I think he had to put in a CD. <laughs> the fuck? I, I know. No, I, I don't remember now. So computers <laughs> used to have CD-ROM, like CD drives in them, right? Yeah, yeah maybe. And he like remember. played it and he hit record. And I took the CD home. Oh shit, it might have been a tape. Oh no. Okay. I think it was a CD (laughs) and I took the CD home and this was like a couple days before my audition and I put the CD in and I turned it on and it was all, and I hit play and there's like a couple seconds and it goes, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, what the fuck is this? He He had set the setting to machine gun for the, you know how you can set like, yeah. Yeah. Organ, flute, yeah. Yeah. You know, oboe, whatever. <laughs> he selected the machine that was like, eh, 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 oh eh, 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 and I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna sing with a machine gun. <gasps> oh my god, could you bring? I remember hiring a, a an accompanist. Could you, you bring could. like a yeah a CD? You or could, yeah. but I was coming from a long ways away. I didn't yeah. have an accompaniment. Accompanist, accompanist. <laughs> Accompanist. So I use or accompanimisses. Accompanimister. Accompanimisses. Accompanimisses. Someone Mrs. called me. Someone called me Miss the other day, and I went, "It's Miss." I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Uh, And I'll tell you that the person who auditioned me, who you know and love, mm -hmm. was not pleased that I had that. (laughs) Well, did you you brought the machine gun? uh, Yeah, I sang and I was like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? No, I got it. We fixed it. We got it. Okay. Okay. And I did bring the piano. Um, the accompaniment okay and she had me stop in the middle of both my songs i was like this can't be good oh no she was like she goes who is your teacher where are you from and i told her and she goes what's your teacher's name and i told her and she goes did they help you at all with this and i said no and she said did you have any help at all with this i said well my friend recorded the accompaniment and she goes okay um this is really not like how we do it i don't know who gave you the advice to do this but you shouldn't, but you, I, you seem like a really hard worker and you did prepare like, you know, um, so I'm going to let you in. So like, I think she could, what, tell that he, what, did, what was she expecting? Like, what was she an accompanist? Like, yeah. So she was just expecting you to hire someone. Yeah. She in. said, yeah. he basically said I should have had more guidance and that yeah. someone should have told me that you can't come in with a prepared accompaniment you have to have an accompanist Mm. which i get then i feel like that should be in their guidelines though like i don't like if they that's what they expect and then also just like not everyone can afford that right so there's a whole other issue but i don't did you bring a boom box like did you have it on your shoulder like right on my shoulder and i was like yo what up teach and you just like sang like with that like with it on your shoulder yeah yeah i sang miley cyrus before Miley Cyrus was even out. <laughs> right. I broke Miley Cyrus is right. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. No, I oh, think man. she gave me her standard, <laughs> you know, like old head no. tilt. Yeah. And I uh, was like, you know, uh, really, this wasn't this the is, best. Yeah. Oh, wow. But she, but she said, I like, she was like, you did a good job. Like you prepared. Yeah. You know, and she was like, let's try it. <laughs> well. And then, in my fi- very final, um, and I was like, yes, you won't regret this. And I ran out the door. Um, <laughs> and then in my final um, jury, she said to me, which I had to reschedule because I got a wicked bad throat infection. Ugh, what is this? What God. is this podcast? <laughs> These are this is a good. This is a good one, though. So you had to do a jury each yes. semester. Yes. Every All the songs you prepared, you would have to perform yes. every semester before a panel of judges. Yes. And it was scheduled like months in advance. There was a specific jury day. You had to sign up for one of the days. You had to have an accompanist, all these things. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, so our, my final one. Which again, you had to pay for an accompanist or you had to like, find a piano major who was also busy preparing for their own jury. So they didn't, didn't have time to learn your shit either. So yeah. So you had to do that. And, um, and I did, and it was all scheduled and whatever. And I got a nasty, nasty throat infection. Like I was so ill that I wound up in the emergency room. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sleep. Like it was awful. And it was the day before juries. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. So I went to the emergency room. I got my medication, like whatever. And I went to the music hall the morning of the juries, like seven o'clock in the morning, I was sitting outside of her office Mm. because I didn't, I didn't want to be like, I can't make it. I'm sick. Yeah. 
And she showed up and I was like, I cannot sing. I can't do this. I'm extremely ill. And she was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? I was like, can we please reschedule. She was like, well, do you want to do it next semester? I was like, no, can we do it as soon as possible? I'm prepared. I just like, I cannot sing. I'm very sick. Like seriously. And she was like, okay, okay. So she let me schedule it for like two weeks later. And it was after the semester had ended and everything. Mm-hmm. It was in like June. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed because I was really, really prepared. Like <laughs> yeah. I was not fucking around, uh, like whatever. Um, and I'd had some good and some bad juries. Some went well, some went okay. Some they were like, Who was your accompanist? And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> um one one of them she told me, Who gave you that piece? And you know who gave it to me. <laughs> You're like the person sitting to your left. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. she talked to me about it like in private. Uh, okay. She was okay. like, Who gave you that piece? And it was a very like it was a soprano piece. Oh, and Lord. I'm not even I'm not even a mezzo soprano. <laughs> I'm like a real ass alto. Oh man. And she was like, Yeah, that was not a good idea. I'm like, I know it hurt. Like it hurt me. <laughs> So finally, Mm. for this final jury rescheduled, I showed up. I'm like, they're on time. I did it. And it was just her. I couldn't have the panel. It was only when I finished, she said, I am very impressed, Terry. You've made some great progress. You did that. Like she had such nice things to say. And it felt really good to get that praise from her. And like, especially with that beginning story of it starting off so weird and Mm -hmm. her being like, you did a great job. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, I did one makeup as well. Um, one one semester that I was sick. Did and you have I, a throat infection? It was probably some shit. Bronchitis um, was really my my sickness of choice there. Um, and yeah, I did it. I think I did it. It was. I think it must have been a because they were every semester. So it was the first semester of the year that I missed. So I just did it like after you know, the holiday break, like when we came Mm. back for the next semester and it was just in her office, like me in her office. And it was, yeah, which was interesting. It was like not even in the recital hall. So, but it was fine. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like she was way more like personable there than like in the scary juries. Yeah. See, so Ari, friend of the podcast, she, where she works, the company she works for, what they do is like prep kids for arts, for going to arts um, colleges. Mm -hmm. So like for their auditions and stuff. So they do like programs and camps and things like that for high school students to prepare them for what it will be like. Um, And they bring in like college faculty and stuff like that to run sessions and things. It's some really great stuff that that they do because i mean yeah that stuff is (laughs) it's important i mean it's a whole thing yeah as i saw i should have had some fucking help yeah yeah i really wouldn't i mean we didn't even have we didn't have a um, music class in high school like i had no there was no like music um like we had chior but it was like before school you had to come like early so what did they have to do like hire a german nanny an austrian (laughs) nanny to come in and teach you how to sing (laughs) like we didn't have we had like no theory like no nothing and we had i did chior before school and i did theater after school and there was no like arts education like integrated into the day which is like really interesting so 
Um, yeah, so I did, you know, private vo- voice lessons and kind of taught myself theory, um, like books. And I mean, it wasn't like now, it wasn't like YouTube where you can like learn everything. Like I had to go like buy books and wow. I remember buying like music theory for dummies and like literally, like literally that book at Barnes and Noble, like going there like oh. with, with my dad and like buying that book and reading it like on the beach in this, like in the summer on the beach, like trying to teach Rest myself. So. Barnes and Noble tapes. I mean, oh. so what's cool now, I guess, like if this had happened to us and we couldn't do like our graduation and stuff like that, like I've seen even just this weekend, like graduations virtually um, broadcast, like they did some ones where, you know, they had like one kid walk across the stage at a time and they're like broadcast on zoom or whatever for the family um tom's uh cousin she does she was she's a senior and she was involved in theater and they did a um a a thing like a virtual kind of like um little little skits and like plays and stuff via zoom so people could like watch it via zoom um in in lieu of like their spring performance you know because yeah they were i think they were supposed to be doing sound of music um Yeah, so they missed they missed out on all that. I mean, that's like that's huge stuff. Like, it's always such a big deal. And I think you know, probably in most high schools too, there's like there's something around seniority, right? So like, usually like a freshman is not getting the lead in the school musical. Like, yeah. you know, there you know some schools and the more competitive ones are just solely based on talent. But I think for the most part, in those years, like there is something you know, when you get older and you're really involved and you show up and you're very committed and, and you know, everyone and you've made like friends over the years and yeah. yeah, Then you, you get like the bigger roles. I mean, there are kids that waited, you know, their three years or so and more, you know, to get to that point who I'm thinking like if, you know, they left schools in like March. So they probably had their shows all cast. Like you have a a role you're learning and you're like so excited to, you know play this role or sing the song and get your costume and like and then yeah. like after like you do your musical or your um like your cheer performance or your band performance or whatever there's usually like a wrap-up like dinner or event oh, or something where past parties where all the debauchery parties, happens yeah. where yes. you get to say your goodbyes and like you all get to be together one last time and there yeah. is like that's a powerful, informative thing. And I think that's what I think about when I think about leaving high school or those like goodbye events and those final events and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's not just prom. It's not just graduation. It's those past party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For me, it was definitely the performances and stuff were like way more meaningful than I don't even like, I didn't even want to go to my prom and I don't even really remember it much. I didn't. Um, But I remember like, I did not go to the prom. (laughs) course i decided to save my money and go to a red sox game which i fucking respect to this day and then all my friends went to the prom and i just met with them when they got back i was like i'm not wasting my money on that yeah why i don't yeah i really i was born cheap and i will die cheap (laughs) oh my god all my friends like went in like a limo or whatever and i was like i'm not doing that i don't need to go in a limo i'll drive behind you like i don't need to like me and my date like went behind it was stupid anyway um, but I do like my I remember obviously all my musicals, but I remember like even the the Chior and some like the seniors who were, you know, singers had a lot 
of gigs <laughs> intertwined into like the graduation ceremony. So yeah. we had like a whole, it wasn't just like a graduation. There were like different ceremonies over like probably a week or two that happened. And I feel like we sang different shit at like every different thing that we did. Like so. the national honor society and yeah, yeah. the different ceremonies yeah. and whatever dinners and this and that. So we were always, you know, we were, we did a ton for that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool because it's like your last, your last hurrah. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, interesting. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. A lot of missed, um, mm-hmm. a lot of missed moments, mm-hmm. and it's making me sad. And I'm sorry you guys are missing out, but just <laughs> yeah, think of how many stages you didn't fall off. This is true. I yeah, I don't think anyone. I don't remember anyone falling off a stage <laughs> in like my whole high school. I remember like people missing entrances and musicals and, and shows and stuff like that. Our, the, our accompanist misses (laughs) our accompanist for our, uh, musicals. So, you know, I, I sort of lied. We had no really arts program, but we did have a, there was a theater class. I don't know what the hell it was. Maybe like history of theater of, I don't know, but there was like a, a, she was an English teacher and I think she taught like a, uh, something with theater in English or some shit. And then she also directed our plays and stuff. And the, the accompanist for our musicals was, I would have rather have had the 178 year old woman like this, this woman, I don't know where she came from. She was also very old and she was very orange. Like she was like, she, she would come in. We, so she would come in like, the week probably like tech week maybe like two the two weeks before a show or whatever and our spring musicals i believe they were in april usually like the beginning of april so she would start coming to rehearsals like a week or two before that and you know prior to that we would just have like you know a basic accompanist or we would use like cds or like with the the tracks or whatever so she would come in and she was just this older woman but she was like it's like she stepped off of like a of a cruise ship from like the sixties or something like she was, I mean, is there a cruise ship that isn't from the sixties? The whole, the whole concept of going on a cruise, we don't have time, but it was, it was like when crew, like cruising would have been like fabulous. Like, I don't know. She yeah. like, like, in, like I'm thinking of the musical anything goes, which like is also a musical we did in high school, but she was like, yeah, I don't like a weird, she'd have like a blouse, like a suit. And then like, her hair all like clearly done. And then she was just extremely orange. Like she had to have fake tanned. And then, but then she'd always be talking about like, she just came from like Mexico on vacation and whatever cruise or blah, blah, blah. And I think she was, you know, she was probably like retired and she did some piano gigs. She probably played at like some churches or whatever. And she was, we would like die. We would have like bets on like what shade of like, orangey brown she would be she was like an oompa loompa like come to life and she was also she was also terrible she would she would stop playing in the middle of things and just like because we also would have a like a small put on her tanning light like i'm losing (laughs) losing the rage with the cucumbers on her eyes (laughs) and that woman's name was donatella trent (laughs) oh my god pretty much i i yeah we also we would have like a band, like a small band. There was like a, a guitarist and a drummer and whatever, and they would usually only come like 
the day before, like for the dress rehearsals. <laughs> and so she would be there for a little longer and then they would show up and it would just completely, I think, like throw her off. And I think she would just like completely stop playing. I mean, she played probably like 70% of the notes, right? Like, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was, I guess... We were really hurting for accompanists. I don't know. Yeah. Did she did she work on the cruise ship, do you think? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe in a past life. I don't know. I want to know so much more about this person. Oh, she was and she was like um kind of horrible. Like she was like she was just like bitchy. Like at least like our Chior when she was like a sweet, sweet woman. This woman was like she was kind of like we were all kind of like scared of her and like you couldn't I don't know. Like you, you, she, I don't know. She was just, she was kind of like mean. I don't know. I don't think she liked us. It was weird. She was, was harsh. Weird. She didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, my, my high school theater, like the musical, we didn't have a class, but we had a woman like that as well. Hmm. She, and she was the direct, she was the accompanist. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this person's name after, but she <laughs> was very, we were was she terrified of her. Did she I look like, did her skin look like shoe leather? <laughs> I don't remember, but she had glasses and she had like a lot of hair. Oh. And she was like a little bit older, I might say in like her forties. Mm. Whereas, yeah, and the no. reason I say a little bit older is because like typically the people who ran the high school musical were like younger in their twenties. Okay. Yeah, no, this woman was, like, retired at that time. Okay. Like, yeah, no. she wasn't, like, 80, but she was probably, like, 60-something. No, no, yeah. okay. no, no, no. 60, um, no. I think you have to be terrified of the <laughs> musical director for your musical. I think that's what <laughs> we were terrified of this woman. But Ugh. it's true, like, you have to be, when you're doing the music for that thing, you have to be fucking focused, and you have to be, like, on yeah. track. We didn't yeah, even. She was like horrifying. She like didn't even. We didn't even really have like a musical director. That's how like like basic our program was. It was just yeah. our our English teacher who was. She was awesome. We loved her. She was like young and fun and hip and cool and like we wanted to like be friends with her, and mm-hmm. she was great. But she wasn't um, like a musician. I don't think she like played instruments. I don't sure. even know if she sang like. She was, I think she was more into like theater um, right. and we would do in the fall, we would do a straight play and then in the spring we do a musical. So, but there was really no musical direction. It was kind of like, hey kids, listen to the soundtracks and learn the songs wow. and then like okay. come in and sing them. And then our crazy accompanist, while she was on her cruise ship, she would learn like a different version of the song in a different key. Oh, and then wow. she'd come in like two weeks before and it was like, oh, well, you're going to sing it this way, even though you're, you know, 15 and you've learned it one way for <laughs> four months that you've been working on it or whatever. I want to know. know her. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Good. Stuff. All right. Well, now it's time to talk about. So I'll just say in summary, senior year. Yeah. In high school, it's so much fun. It's a good time and it's not fun for everyone. I do want to acknowledge like some people mm-hmm. have a hard time with it, but it is very formative. And I'm sorry that all those kids are missing out on their last high school musical, last cheer concert, band concert, yeah. jazz band, whatever it is. It's so much fun. And I, I'm, you will go on and, and you'll have similar and even better experiences in college. And yeah. if you're not going to college, if you're going to join like a local group, you will 
you will find joy again. Yes, your hearts will go on. Yeah. You heard it here first. And just like keep doing music because like, you yeah. know, not everyone who does like band and chior and theater in, in high school is going to school for that. So like in college, it gets really busy and there's a lot going on. But like if you love it, like get involved and do that because there are usually yeah. like um, groups that non-music majors can join ensembles and things like that and, and choirs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I say, you know, try to try to stay with it in some capacity because it will yeah. probably help you stay sane through college. Yeah. And it'll keep your chops up and it'll help you make friends. I like Just how we're it. talking as if high school kids are listening to this podcast. No high school kids. Are, no adult kids are listening to this podcast. <laughs> um and on that note on that note everybody laugh right there um (laughs) what are you listening to um i have to give a plug to um a good friend of mine who we gotta get him on the pod and i think now that we're doing remote um recording maybe i'll try to get him on um soon because he lives in rhode island and he get he's he's he plays music like um, mostly solo gigs, but he's um, he's a singer songwriter. His name is Kevin Hurchin. I don't okay. know if I've talked about him um, explicitly. I don't know I if don't I, think I think so. we've talked about him, but I don't know if I've recommended him um, as a as an official recommendation. He's the one. He's the singer songwriter, um, mainly country stuff that like Tom and Matt Ezek played with, like on the boat cruise that they talked about and like some of those crazy gig tales. I don't think you've ever mentioned him by name though. Okay. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he's the one I think I know Tom and Matt both talked about the boat cruise where the load in is just fucking terrible and you have to bring all your shit like down a dock on a dolly and bring it onto a boat and then stuff is moving everywhere. And then at the end, the one of my favorite things is like, after the the first time they played it, the only one I ever went to because I refused to go back to those gigs. Um, at the end of the night, Kevin went to go get his car from the parking garage because it's fucking Boston. So you have to like ugh, the whole thing, the pulling in over in a fire lane and loading and going on the dock. Yeah. And blah, blah. So then you have to go park in a fucking garage and pay, you know, yeah. whatever. Stupid. He got stuck in the elevator of the parking garage at like two in the morning. Like no. after like, no. Very end of the night. No. And everyone That's else's cars are night. like pulled over on the side of the road, like loading in and waiting for him to probably like come and pay the band or whatever. Oh my God. But he is um he is seriously like he's he's a, an excellent um musician, singer, songwriter, but he's just like a great person. And I could go on with like personal examples of why he's a, an excellent person, but something that I've noticed about him is like in the you know can be somewhat competitive and you know a little some sometimes a little cutthroat or um petty or whatever kind of like group of local musicians i have never heard anyone say one bad thing about him like no one in the community has i'll take care of that right like (laughs) but it's like he just he's a good guy he shows up for shit like he's just he's dependable he's reliable he's just a really good guy um and he so he I've been doing, I think I met him through some, um, like this, a songwriter group and we did a lot of writers rounds and stuff together for years and years and years. And he had this one song that he called the paint song that he wrote like a while ago. 
And I always, I loved this song. He would play it at these writer nights and I just like, I loved it. I would like, I learned it. I sang, sang along with it. And he never really, I don't think he ever released a version of it. And he's finally, like, it must be, like, more than 10 years later, he's finally just this week released um, released the song. So it's called The Best One. And then in parentheses, it's called The Paint Song. Um, so I'm... I'm recommending Kevin Hurchin, but I'm I'm recommending him now because he has finally released my favorite song of his original songs. So we'll add it to our playlist and check him out. Great. Yeah. And before that, uh, he was freaking garbage. <laughs> yeah. Before what? that, it was yeah. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Sorry, yeah. everyone. Oh, um, you're good. Good. Cool. What are you uh, listening to? Um, so I'm going to recommend some fucking TV shit. <laughs> okay. Because let's get real. Who isn't watching TV right now? Yeah, for uh, real. We've been watching a few things. We've been watching Dead to Me. We yes. like, watched season two of that. We finished yes. that in like two days. Yeah, um, of course. Hollywood on Netflix. Is it good? I want to watch it. I recommend it. We're almost done. We have like 20 minutes left in it. We were watching it and I was like, we were like stupidly watching it too late for me because I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. Okay. I used to go to bed at nine. Everyone listening to this, I've, I've been texting people at like 10 o'clock recently. They're like, awake. I'm like, I stay up till 10 now. <laughs> um, it's been a huge life change for me. Oh um, so it's good. I recommend it. We have just a little bit to go. Cause we, so we were watching it super late mm-hmm. and uh, I was trying so hard to make it to the end and oh. i was like i can't i can't do it we have to turn it off yeah so we're trying to catch up but so far it's been good okay um but also yeah finally watched because it's finally on um uh hbo or whatever yeah is rocket man oh yeah the elton john movie yep yep what'd and you, what'd you think? i hated it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not surprised because you hate it across the universe and it kind of reminds me of like it's that genre of music movie to me in a way it's a it's a biopic Uh but it's very fantastical and it's done in the style of a musical Mm -hmm. and i do not like musicals right Right. It's just not my thing. I don't like the way they tell stories. I don't like the way the songs are used as devices. Mm-hmm. And then because it's so fantastical, then I have to look up the whole thing and go, did that really happen? Did that really happen? Like yeah. he, he eating a candy bar. I'm like, did he really eat that <laughs> But did he bar? though? Did he though? I don't though? Even know anymore. Oh, Was God. there really a baby mini version of him <laughs> at the bottom of the pool while he sang a song? He was high or whatever. Like he was, I, Elton was like very involved in the making, right? He, it was pretty yeah. much like his choice and it's what he yeah. wanted. Yeah. And another bizarre <laughs> thing about it to me is like, it pretty much only chronicles his life like a little bit as a child and teenager is like a little bit of it. And then it only goes into his career up until when did he get sober? Like 1980 or something like that. Yeah. So it really, it cuts out a full 40 ass years of his career. <laughs> well, like, I mean, they only have so much time in a movie. They need like another, they need part two. I know. I yeah. know that's fine. And all I'm saying is maybe you could have cut out the full nine minute dance number for <laughs> Saturday night. And the like, whole, like rehab group. Like all the weird shit in the re like when he goes to like the meeting, like the rehab or the group therapy. I don't know. Yeah, there were some weird. 
I didn't. Things. I don't like it. I don't like I just, fantastical things. I don't like fantasy. Mm. I just like the cold hard facts. I get you. Yeah. You want it like a documentary, like something yeah, very. Yeah. And especially yeah. for someone like Elton John, who I just love so much. Yeah, and, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's fair. I, I liked it, but I think, yeah, not as like a, it's not, you're not going to learn about Elton like I liked it and because mm-hmm. it's that, I love musicals right. and yeah. I think it's it's fun. There were a couple weird things, but I, I also just love that actor. I can't, I should know his name, but oh, I think he's, he's fabulous. Amazing. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. God, what is his name? He's in The Kingsman. Well, like... The same way I felt about Bohemian Rhapsody. Ram, I yeah, fucking hated Malik, that movie. Yeah. But yeah. Rami Malek is amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I have to look up his name because I feel I feel bad. Um, Taron Egerton. Oh. No. Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting there. He's in The Kingsman, too. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was I right? Yeah. Yeah. How did you know? I was, it was like, in my brain it? somewhere. Wow. Good job. That sounded like a fake name. I thought you were making it up. It sounded like Elon Musk's children or something. I make up a lot of names on a daily basis. You do. So I just I I just automatically thought you were making up a name. I didn't think that was like a real assertion. Oh yeah. He could be one of Elon oh. Musk's children though. Who knows? <laughs> well, if there's like a symbol oh. in his name, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> That's only from my boy Prince. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I hated it, but um, <laughs> I acknowledge like it's um, artistic value and that I think people who like musicals will like it, especially cause like I love Elton John. I'm such a huge Elton John fan. Yeah. Um, so I think if you like Elton John, you'll like it. I think if you like Elton John's music, you'll like it. And mm-hmm. I think if you like musicals, you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's fair. Well, thanks. Those are good recommendations. We always mm-hmm. need to add things to the queue. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's all we have now is TV. So. Oh, Lord. I know. And this podcast. And this podcast. So thanks for listening. We Thank are going to be coming back at you with more gig tales now that gigs are things again starting to be things again yeah um, and i guess maybe i hope they all go wrong <laughs> no yeah we hope there there are some blunders getting back into it so there you go yeah i hope we have a light fender bender <laughs> musically not actually yeah no. in your vehicle right or correct. your santa parade truck right right i have stuff i have things scheduled in july so we'll see right. if those happen and um but until then yeah we'll be counting on you guys to tell us your your tales right yeah. and as always yes. if you liked what you heard here today tell a friend and if you didn't like what you heard tell an enemy goodbye bye And keep gigging.